1: Requires. Cling to the amen open your bible with me to joshua chapter number 14 joshua chapter number 14 and we're going to look at caleb and how god used caleb to do many great and mighty things was was caleb the leader no he was not he was kind of a in the middle pack leader he wasn't the top dog. He wasn't the like the pastor of the church. He was more like a servant in the church. Amen? And that's who God wants to use. God wants to use everyone, whether you're at the bottom, the top, the middle, the side. Uh, it doesn't matter where you're from or who you are. God can greatly use you. It is my firm belief that there are many in heaven that uh, you've never heard of, that they will have the greatest rewards They they will have larger rewards than the, the biggest name preachers you ever heard of. Why? Because they serve God out of the love that they have for Him and their heart. Amen. So look with me now in Joshua chapter 14 and verse number 12. We'll read a verse. Now, therefore, give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord has said. Do you know only two of the adults who entered the wilderness would actually go into the land of Canaan, the promised land? Isn't that an amazing thought? Only two of the adults who entered the wilderness out of Egypt, wandered in the desert for 40 years, would actually go into the land of Canaan. Oh boy, how God's looking for people like that. Those two were Caleb and Joshua. Caleb and Joshua. Can there be a Caleb today? Yes. Can there be a Joshua today? Yes. What do you have to do? Just be totally sold out and obedient to the Lord God Almighty and let him use you. And here it is, so simply put, fully believe and fully claim what God's word said. Listen to what he said there. Then I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. What has the Lord said in your life? God has promised you victory. Now, what does victory look like? Does victory look like I have a great job in a big house and doesn't have any family problems and, and, and my health is perfect? No, it's none of those things. What it is, is the peace that God can give you in your heart. Do you know that the richest people and the people that have the most have the absolute worst peace that there is? They don't have any peace. Many of them can't rest at night. They have so many things to worry about but listen to me when you have nothing and you have nothing but the lord god can put something in your heart that money can't buy that possessions can't give you and those that that because it comes from the lord my joy cometh from The Lord, the Bible says. Amen. And only God, listen to me, only God can give that to you. Not your husband, not your wife, not your church, not your friends, not your bank account, not some money, not some money you inherited or some money you come into. Only God Almighty can put that in your heart. Amen. They are the fruits of the Spirit. And that is what victory looks like when you have joy, love, peace happiness contentment those things that's what victory looks like your outward circumstances you have family problems and drama and this that and the other that simply means that you can fully trust in the lord god i got problems i can't deal with them i trust you lord i claim your promise give it over to the lord You see, just as the Lord had said he would drive out those inhabitants for all those people, these two, Caleb and Joshua, believed God without a doubt. They fully believed him. And their trust in the Lord will be rewarded with victory into the promised land. The promised land for you and me, ladies and gentlemen, is when you are sold out to the Lord and you fully believe the Lord and God gives you that fruits of the Spirit in your heart. It doesn't matter what your outward circumstances looks like. You are living in victory. Amen. God wants you to have that. God's looking for somebody that just fully believes his word. If somebody came to you and said, what's your address? And you told them and they said, well, I don't know if I believe you. What's your name? You tell them your first name and your last name. And they said, well, you know, I don't know if I want to believe you. You got any proof on that? Can you show me a sign? Well, you would be offended. That would be hurtful. How dare you not believe me? That's my name. That's my address. How do you think God feels when His children look at His promises and they go, Really, God? Can you send me a sign? Can you make a sign in the sky? Can you? How do you think that makes God feel? Amen? We and I put myself in there, have got to fully believe and fully trust God at his word. You know, the apostle Paul was another man in the Bible who knew that God could be totally trusted. And facing a terrible storm at sea, a certain shipwreck, he declared this to the rest of his shipmates. In Acts chapter 27, verse number 25, he says, Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told to me. He said, I believe God. I believe what God said. I believe what God told me. And I'm going to trust God. I'm going to grab his promise. I'm going to hold it close to my heart. And I'm going to fully lean on it. And I tell you, something I've learned, and I'm still learning, is that when you do that, fear leaves your life. When you realize, these aren't my children. These are, these are God's. And you let go of that Fear. See, because when, I'm, when I have fear in my heart, I'm not fully trusting God. Now, that's kind of a stinger, isn't it? You go, oh, man, but my human nature. Yeah, but God says you can fully trust me. So when I fully trust God with my children, when I fully trust God with my marriage, when I fully trust God with my home, when I fully trust God with everything in my life, it takes the fear out of it. You see, because I, you have to realize those aren't your children. They're but with you for a season. You have a responsibility before God Almighty to raise them right. But ultimately, they're going to leave. They're going to move out. They're going to be on their own. They really and truly belong to God. And the, the the more that we realize that, that we are really, truly, and only nothing but stewards of what we have in our life. Nothing actually belongs to us. It all belongs to God. My marriage. When I fully turn that over to God, there's no fear. Why? Because this. God's marriage. I just simply have to believe him and obey his word about what he tells me to do for my wife. To love her like Christ loved the church. To sacrifice, to lay my life down for her. And the Bible also gives wife's commands. And when you do what God said, God will bless it. Amen. You let God work on their heart. God's the one that can change them. I promise you can't. But God can. You obey God what god said and the funny thing about that is most people like what it says about their spouse well you know you're supposed to love me like christ loved the church and the man says well the bible says you're supposed to respect me and and I'm, i'm the head of the household neither one of them like that they like what it says about their spouse but they don't like what they said about them but the truth is you should like what it says about you and fully grasp it fully hold on to it fully retain it and fully believe it and fully live it out in your life just as Paul said in that verse, he says, I believe God that it shall be even as it was told to me, even as God said to me, I believe it, that promise, the promise of victory. Let's read verse number 12 again. Now, therefore, give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. Although the the enemy there was very mighty, And the cities were very large and there was fences. Caleb knew that he would have the victory if he just took God at his word, as God had said. He knew that because he claimed the promises of God, not his own promise, not because it's something that he wants. Listen to me. He knew because he claimed the promises that God had given him. He could fully trust what God said and God would drive them out. God would win the victory. God, who had told him, that he would be able to drive them out. God gave him that promise. God gave him the victory in their lives. But unfortunately, some of us believers sometimes forget what the Bible says. The Bible says, Greater is he that is in you than in he that is in this world. That's 1 John 4, verse 4. And the New Testament even goes on even further in 1 Corinthians 15:57 thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Where does the victory come from? And who does it come from? And it comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's because of that promise. Listen to me. It's because of that promise that you can be steadfast and unmovable and you can stand on the rock of the word of God. Amen. God's promises never fail and God promises victory. I'm not talking about your outward circumstances. Remember that. I'm I'm talking about what God's what's going on in your heart. Peace, joy, love, happiness. Don't worry about your outward circumstances. They're going to come and they're going to go. You're going to have good times, you're going to have bad times, you're going to have extremely hard times where you think all your hair is going to fall out and you're going to go broke and you're going to be homeless. But listen to me, don't worry about that. Let God worry about that. You simply be obedient to him and his word and do it. He said, and God will bless it. And you say, well, I don't understand. You don't need to understand just like I don't need to understand. Because if you look at your own understanding, you'll never trust God. Did you hear what I said? If you look at your own understanding, you will never trust God. Just like with the miracle of of many fishes in Luke chapter 5 and verse 5. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down thy net. And when he had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their nets break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come to help. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, "Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord." Isn't it amazing when God moves in? When Jesus speaks a word and you obey it, it shows you what you really are before God Almighty. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And Peter saw it. You know what? This is God Almighty in the flesh. And because I obeyed him, because we obeyed him. See, it didn't make any sense. We've been fishing all night long. Don't you know this, Lord Jesus? We have tried. We are tired. We are aggravated. We are frustrated. We're mad. We're arguing with each other. We're throwing things back and forth. We're about to just put a hole in the boat and just sink it and go home. We're done. But he said, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down thy net, the net. When things are looking crazy, when it looks like you've been working so hard and you've got nowhere, you've got nothing to show for it, and you think, man, my, sink, my ship is going to sink. This is terrible. This is over. It's destroying us and our home and our marriage and our kids and our finances and everything else about us. Jesus said, if you will obey me and let down your net, I will give you more blessings. I'll fill up this boat with fish and a whole nother boat with fish. You've never seen blessings like the ones that I'll give you. If you will obey, where are you at, ladies and gentlemen? Are you willing to obey? See, you be obedient when it doesn't make sense. Trust God at his word. Trust God and God will speak to you through the Bible. God will speak to you in a still, small voice. Please take the time. And I'm telling myself this too, because we get so busy. You know, you got a phone, people got smartwatches, got tablets, got computers, got all these other things pulling and and dinging and chiming at your attention. Take the time to turn everything off and just listen and talk to God. Listen to that still, small voice. Because when you do, God will give you a peace that passes all understanding God will show you that you can have the victory, that you can live in victory, that you can be in victory if you'll but stand on the steadfast and unmovable, unshakable, unchangeable word of God. Amen? He promises that victory. The songwriter that wrote Victory in Jesus, he definitely understood that very, very well because that's where the victory is at. There's victory in Jesus. You see, Caleb and Joshua, but Caleb we're talking about, claimed that victory at an advanced age of 85. Isn't that amazing that his kids and his grandkids and his children's children, children were all blessed in his family lineage because of his obedience? Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. You want to change your family? You want to reach your grandkids, your great-grandkids, and their kids and their kids? You want to change what's going on in your family and your family life? Maybe your parents weren't the greatest parents. Maybe they weren't in church. Maybe they weren't saved. Maybe they were terrible. Maybe they were good parents, but they just weren't living for the Lord. They weren't saved. They weren't on their way to heaven. And you want to change that for your family. Listen to me. You get sold out for God Almighty. You and your spouse, you hold hands. You stand strong on the Word of God. Pray together make decisions together, stand for the Lord together, be obedient. And listen to me, that will change your family for generations to come. Just like in Caleb's, he's here at 85 years old. You say, well, wait a minute, I'm 79. I've been through all this, that, and the other. I, what am I going to do? My life's about over. No, you listen to me. This man was in his elderly age and he said, I'm going to obey God. Listen, it doesn't matter what age you are. When you obey God, God will bless it. When you obey God, it rings out through eternity. You know, that's the only thing that we can do that will impact eternity is be obedient to the Lord Jesus Christ because the only thing that's going to last is the work that we do for the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says the rest of it is wood, hay, and stubble. When it's tried with fire, it will be burned up. But the gold that you have done and the silver for the Lord Jesus Christ will last for all eternity. So I'll say it again. The only thing that you can do that will echo and last through eternity is simply be the things that you do in obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ and His Word. You want to reach your family? You want to reach your spouse? You want to reach your children, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins? Hey, amen. Simply get sold out and be obedient for the Lord Jesus Christ like Caleb did and say, I will simply believe Him at His Word. I know That God's word can be trusted. I know that he'll keep his promises. Look with me now. We're going to back up and read a few verses here. Joshua chapter 14, same verse. We're going to look at verse number 9. And then we'll read it to verse 12, what we've been talking about. Verse number 9 says, And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land wherein the feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance, and the children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord hath kept me alive, as he has said these forty and five years, ever since the Lord spake this word unto Moses. While the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. As yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now, for war both both to go out and to come in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain, whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Emakins were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be, the Lord will be with me, and then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord has said. Now, before he said all that, before he says, I know I can trust God, I, I know God will give me the strength. I know God will drive them out. He realized that the strength was coming from God. Did you catch that in verse number 11? As yet I am as strong this day as the day I was with Moses sent me as my strength was then, even so is my strength now for a war both to go out and to come in. He know and he recognized that the strength comes from the Lord. Listen to me. In your life, your testimony, your witness, whatever it is God's got you to do, and listen to me, your strength will come from the Lord. You say, well, how am I going to stand in this? How are we going to handle this storm? How are me and my wife going to stand together? How are me and my husband going to stand together? How are our children going to stand with us? Hey, because the Lord will give you the strength. Your strength cometh from the Lord. Amen. And you think about that. 45 years later, this man saying, I'm just as strong today as I was 45 years ago. My strength cometh from the Lord. What can you say? You can say the exact same thing. I believe he's talking about spiritual strength. Of course, he had physical strength also. But spiritual strength will always, always outdo physical strength. Why? Because you're putting your trust in God and not in yourself. You're putting your trust in God and not in yourself. You put too much trust in yourself and you're a true child of God, God may just take that away from you so that you learn to trust Him. Amen? One of the encouraged things about the life of Caleb is that God used him even though he was past the age of 80. And that, that is just an amazing thing to me. What a beautiful illustration it is. If God be for us, who can be against us? Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. That is to you also. If God be for us, who can be against us? Caleb won those victories. He claimed the promises even as a very advanced senior citizen. You say, well, wait a minute, I'm I'm a senior citizen. That's great. God wants to use you. Get a hold of his word, his promises, amen, and claim them and jump in and serve the Lord Almighty with everything that you have because you can't break God's word. God won't even break his own word. His promises are sealed If you ever read that book, Booker T. Washington, it talks about a man who who was a slave and they freed the slave. And this man already had the right to buy himself, buy his own freedom from the man that owned him. And this man went out and was working in another state to make the money. And even though everybody was set free and he didn't have to go back and pay this man that owned him, but he did. He went back and he paid this man every dollar that they had made an agreement on. And he said, I'm going to, I'm going to pay him. So in talking to me, and talking to this, this man told me, this is the guy that interviewed him, this, this man told me that he knew that he did not have to pay his debt. He knew he didn't have to pay. He knew everybody had been set free. But this is what he said. He said, I have given my word, and my word has never been broken. He was going to keep his word. Now, if a man can do that, how much greater can God God said, you being wicked can give good gifts to your children. How much more can God Almighty? Trust God. Believe God. Stand on His Word for those promises. Amen? God wants to use you and your family. But listen to me. If you're not saved, if you've been in church 30 years and you've never really and truly repented and put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ do you know that you are on your way to hell you could be sitting in a pew on Sunday with a bible in your hand and a song in your lip with the destination of hell on your heart but God doesn't want that for you so much so that he sent his son to die on the cross but you've got to come to the end of yourself there are so many I believe in church how do you know preacher because I was one of them I was one of them. I thought I could be good enough. I could, I, could, I could be a good enough husband, a good enough father. I could carry a Bible. I could go to church. I could even tithe. I could have a good home. But God showed me one day in my heart, you are wicked. You are a sinner. And you need to be saved. And at that moment, I had a choice. I could trust God. And listen to me. Today, the Bible says you have a choice. The Bible says today is the day of salvation come to the end of yourself realize you're going to die and you can't save yourself repent of your sins and put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross of the lord jesus christ amen
0: we pray you have been blessed by today's message if you have been saved or are in need of a prayer please contact us at 352-247-9200 that's 352 352- Thank you for tuning in to Crossbound Ministries Radio Broadcast Will you please pray about supporting our ministry and broadcast You can go to crossboundministry.com or send your support or a gift to P.O. Box 7 Inverness, Florida 34451 That's P.O. Box 7 Inverness, Florida 34451 For a gift of $10 or more, we will send you a booklet. Please pray for us as our ministry and radio broadcast grows. Tune in every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. to hear a message from our preacher, Mike Sadler. You can follow Crossbound Ministry on Facebook, YouTube, and visit us on the web at crossboundministry.com. If you are a pregnant woman in need of help, there is hope. You can reach out to the Citrus Pregnancy Center There are locations in Inverness and in Crystal River. Their phone number is 352-341-5176. That's 352-341-5176. This broadcast has been sponsored in part by Henley's Grading Incorporated for all your land clearing and hauling needs. Located in Hernando, Florida, 352-897-3507. That's 352-897-3507. This program is sponsored by Crossbound Ministry of Inverness, Florida.